Hello, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Um, yeah, today I was going to talk about my weekend. This weekend, I um, flew back from Seattle to California for the bachelor party of my really good friend, um, college housemate, who's getting married in August. Um, I was quite alright planning the weekend. Uh, me and one of the other groomsmen kind of spent most of the time planning the weekend, naming activities. Um, he had actually been before, and I think or enjoys. Some, uh, some, oh, I forgot if I mentioned, but we were, we went to San Luis Obispo, and um, uh, my friend who's getting married and the friend I planned with, um, they'd both gone before a couple of times. The friend I planned with really likes it. He kind of calls it as like. LA SoCal-ish without as much LA SoCal vibes, a little tamer, kind of like a good mix of both NorCal and SoCal. Um, but yeah, we went um, Friday morning, got back Sunday night, so mm, roughly like two full days worth, maybe two and a half days worth, however you want to call it. Um, and yeah, I think I'm just going to recount my experience this weekend um 10 dudes um sharing an airbnb doing activities together um don't really have a script but i have a couple points in my head that i know i want to touch upon i think um one of one of the biggest things i think that this weekend reminded me of is kind of like the relationships i've had with all of these guys um a lot of them are still in norcal um, maybe moving soon, but a lot of these people I've spent a good number of time with within the last year or so, and I think um, ever since I moved, it was a little more difficult to stay in touch with some of these friends. Um, I don't particularly message guys too often. I think it's definitely a lot better now, and um, but it, it's it's very different. I think the the comfort is in being at the same place at the same time, sharing jokes, playing games, eating food. Um, And so I think this weekend was a really good reminder of the relationships I had with all of these people. The, you know, I was gone for like two months, Um, but it's really, really easy to just reconnect again, have fun, Um, be stupid, because we're guys. Um, Yeah. I think there are definitely lots of really, really dumb, stupid moments. Um, not anything like life-threatening or like extreme, but just like, you know, just a bunch of dudes together being dumb together. Um, but yeah, so hmm, let's see, maybe we recount what happened. Um, I flew in Thursday from Seattle, Tacoma to Oakland. Um, yeah, I stopped by one of the restaurants that is partnered with Priority Pass. Um, long story short, Priority Pass is a lounge network membership thing that I got from one of my credit cards. Um, gives you some money to use at partnered restaurants and certain lounge access. So in Seattle, there was a small like barbecue place. Um, I got $28 to spend, got dinner and a sparkling water. Um, and then I took all of that to the lounge. Um, the lounge had cocktails. It had... Um, tomato basil soup, it had vegetables, it had cheese, it had bread, it had soda, 
it had white rice and some kind of like Thai stir fry slash curry. I think it was a curry, more of a curry. Uh, I didn't have any of that because uh, I, I did get food outside. I got a brisket sandwich um, and mac and cheese, which was really good. The the blood orange margarita, not margarita, blood orange mimosa I got at the lounge was really, really good. Um, yeah, I was just got to the airport a little early, took the subway in. I'm um, chilled at the lounge for a little bit, ate some food, definitely just like watched some shows. I watched an episode of, uh, I think, of, I don't know if I watched a full episode, but I watched an episode of Kataru Lives at Home. Um, it is this small little animated series on Netflix. Um, it's pretty sad. <laughs> I got into it because I was on YouTube and I saw someone do kind of like a short analysis video on kind of the whole thing and the themes and what they talk about. Um, and, and knowing that, watching it now, it's like, yeah, you can see all of the little hints and stuff and, and what is going on. And it's, it's a pretty sad show, I think. Um, not outwardly sad, but like when you kind of piece things together, you know what's going on. It is really sad to see. Um, but anyways, had that. I actually got upgraded to premium on the flight back, which was pretty lit. Um, extra leg space. Realized it didn't really matter this time because I didn't pack my backpack. So I only brought my small carry-on suitcase and my shoulder bag. Normally I also bring my backpack um, if I want to bring my laptop. But I figured if I'm only going to put my laptop in my backpack, might as well just put it in my suitcase. And so I did get four extra inches of leg space because I got upgraded premium. But it didn't really matter because I didn't have my backpack that went under the seat normally. And so, um, but still, I mean, an upgrade is an upgrade. Um, and I'm why I gladly take it. I did get upgraded to a seat that didn't actually have a window. Um, so I, I tend to, uh, I, I lean towards window seats when I when I book my tickets, when I get a choice of seating. Um, because I like leaning my head on along the side of the airplane. I like taking pictures out the window. I actually redid my like Instagram highlights a little bit. Um, and I have one just for like travel slash, not like travel travel, but like airplane airport travel in the sense that like, oh, when I'm in the airplane and I take a picture out the window or I'm at the um, gate and I take a picture out the window, like every time I put that on my story, that goes into this highlight. <coughs> um, and yeah, and, and so I like to take those leaving, taking off pictures and, and some, some of them turned out really well. I, I think I took one in. February when I went to Austin um, from San Francisco and there was like a nice sunset and it was all was like pretty amazing um, but yeah no the seat that I got upgraded to actually didn't have a window even though it was a window seat it was like one of those seats and I was like oh so but now yeah I watched uh, I watched Forrest Gump on the flight to Oakland well this is like not even about the party yet but I guess I don't know yeah, but I watched Forrest Gump. I thought it was pretty good. Um, would recommend. I think it falls under like a classic, like an American classic. Um, definitely would not say it's like one of my favorite movies. I think my favorite movie of all time is still Stand By Me. Another quote American classic maybe. Um, I also really like The Truman Show. But I think um, Forrest Gump was a pretty good movie. I, I definitely enjoyed it when I was watching it. Um, stayed over at my friend's place then we headed out pretty early the next morning picked up some food from Costco picked up our other friends and we just drove straight down to slow we went to um, Fireside Walker Brewery we had like a small tour they kind of showed us how the beer is brewed 
um, in their whole facility, kind of like the different steps it takes. Honestly, wasn't too, I didn't absorb too much of it. Um, they also had us try a little bit at the beginning and then at the end, they let us have three tastes of the different beers they had on tap. Um, and there were like six of us who did the fireside tour. So fireside walker tour. So three there, I think there were 14 different beers. So we pretty much got to try all of them if we really wanted to. Very pleasantly surprised with the uh, the California Squeeze line of beers. Very, very good. Very light. Um, I think each time I go to a brewery, I realize more and more kind of, oh, like what kind of beer I like. Start to learn a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think if you were to ask me, I feel like light beers and sours are definitely what I like. Not really a big fan of dark beer. I feel like IPAs are like meh. I don't really know what IPA entails actually, or even like what hops taste like, but I think the light stuff, the, the semi-fruity stuff, as well as the sour stuff, I'm actually a fan of sours for the most part, I think. So um, yeah, we, we did that. They gave us a little um, taster glass uh, after, and we went back, set up some stuff, cooked some steaks, my, two of my friends, two of the other groomsmen, um, did a really, really good job with steaks and ribs. Um, honestly, it was hilarious, that food that we ate that night. We bought like $180 worth of steak slash ribs for 10 guys. And it was just meat and a big thing of pasta and a couple like Costco pre-made salads, but it was so much meat, and I was like, this is such, like, a dude's thing to do. Just cook a ton of meat and just eat it together. But, yeah, we we did that. That was great. Um, I think the, the groomsman who helped me plan things, he kind of, he prayed for us before we ate, and I think something that I think was a kind of a recurring theme throughout the weekend um, to me um, that we kind of talked about was like, you know, like God is so faithful to the the groom-to-be um, for all of these wonderful brothers that he has that attended his bachelor party, um, you know, to have such good relationships with all of these dudes. Um, and how God has really put each and every one of us in his life um, and, and each and every one of us in each other's lives too um, and, and the ways that that has been blessings upon blessings um, for us, for, for the church that we had all gone to or they go to now, I, I had gone to before I left. And yeah, no, it's just a testament to God's faithfulness in his life. I and mean, I think... Um, with me knowing most of the people, if not all of the, the people there pretty well, like also kind of a testament of God working in my life as well. Um, being a part of his life and um, all of these different people and all of these guys um, who are very special to him um, and also very special to me as well. Um, yeah, no, I had a great, wonderful dinner. Um, you know, normally I do some cooking, but honestly, 100% trust these other two groomsmen to to lead that, and they did a wonderful job. Um, yeah, afterwards, hung out for a bit, and then um, I actually had the future bride, the bride-to-be, um, 
send us i had a, I had a game in mind for this weekend where and um, it's kind of like a trivia game about the groom that the bride makes um from like objective questions to subjective questions ish um just any questions the the bride can think bride to be can think of about the groom's character or personality or person or just things about him like the, the focus was on him and um she had named the game like are you smarter than the bride to be her name um instead of like a fifth grader and it was kind of like oh these are like facts that she knows about him and you know we were to see how much like we knew and how much we could answer and they were like um really really funny questions very funny responses um very good time i think i think it definitely exceeded my expectations and how fun it was um, I really, really appreciate the bread to be for all of you know the time that she spent in organizing. She like put up together a full slideshow with like funny pictures when she revealed her answers uh, pertaining to all of the, the things. And you can definitely see her like character and her opinions on some of these things. Um, yeah, and um, no, I, I think the groom to be had a very, very fun time. And, and honestly, the rest of us also had a really fun time ourselves um and that 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 lasted a decent amount of time it was was pretty good and then we drank a little bit um i brought this game called camel up a board game um some of us played that and then i think um oh oh my gosh i totally forgot when when we first got back from from the fireside walker tour and, and people were cooking and kind of that we we played in the pool hung out in the pool played some knockout played some basketball tennis um, just some stuff outside. Honestly, like being in the pool with the other guys was really, really fun. Um, and just hanging out and, and chilling and having a good time. Um, but yeah, Saturday morning, we woke up early-ish. Went to get burrito, breakfast burritos at this one place. Um, but they... <coughs> but they... I actually had a long wait for breakfast foods because I think they received like large online orders or something. Um, so they were running out of ingredients and they were just backlogged a lot on a lot of the breakfast items. Um, and we were already on kind of a tight schedule because earlier that later that morning we were going ATVing on um, Pisma Beach, um, doing the sand dunes and yeah. And so it was. It was pretty good in that, like, um, some of us got there early, and then another car went to get gas and then pick up the burritos and brought them to um, the Pismo Beach. And our our time slot was from 11 to 1, um, but the other car was not going to get there until, like, 11.15-ish. Um, and then we had to eat the burritos, too, and still had to figure out. And we still had to get shuttled over to kind of where the rentals are. And... It was a little unfortunate too. I think the uh, the other groomsman who was helping me plan, he um, he was getting a little frustrated um, with himself for how tight the schedule was, and because of the tightness, we didn't really have leeway for when the burrito place was going to take some time, which means we were cutting into our own ATV time um, because you know we were supposed to start at eleven. But um, they weren't going to get here until 11.15 and a little bit later. But um, 
I don't know, he talked to the people at the rental place and we actually got 30 minutes more. So instead of from 11 to 01, we actually got from 11.30 to 1.30, um, which was an incredible blessing because, you know, the the company just kind of gave it to us and it was all our fault that um, we weren't going to make it because of the tight schedule. We didn't wake up early enough. Um, we actually didn't really plan around the lateness of the, the burritos, but yeah, no, they, we got 30 extra minutes. So we still got two hours of ATV. Um, and that was kind of just one of many things that happened this weekend that was like, wow, praise the Lord for providing for us. Um, not, uh, in anything that we did ourselves, um, but really, um, for like providing for us and, um, showing, um, grace. Um, so yeah, we did that and oh my god, ATVing was was pretty fun. I, I'd never been before in my life, but you're basically just on sand driving this like car thing. And it was crazy because like I the when they were telling us kind of um like safety stuff as well as like the the landscape of the sand dunes. And like oh like marker 16 like that's that like that's too far and like you don't want to really go past that because like the dudes get crazy like after a bit or like if you get to the top like there might be like 150 feet drops because of the sand dudes and you know at first it was like haha like 150 feet that'd be kind of funny to like just get off and like look at it and, and whatever but when you're actually out there in the sand dunes like it's actually crazy because like the wind and everything like creates them and they're really really huge drops um and you can't even see them because like you're going up a hill maybe and only until you're at the top can you see like oh is there a smooth way down or does it just end and you're falling like multiple dozens of feet um afterwards uh, but honestly it was really really fun to just like drive up hills drive down hills drive around um, we ran into a couple problems um, here and there, but honestly, I think everyone had a lot of fun. Um, I know that the, the group to be, he himself specifically had, had a lot of fun doing that activity. Um, and I think I'd definitely do it again and um, be more comfortable with it and do like like larger hills or um, like just do more stuff. I think there was a good chunk of us trying to get the hang of it. And also I think I feel like it's just natural for me, but I kind of took responsibility of everyone's like well-being and like, you know, I think for the first bit, one of um, the guys had some trouble controlling the turning and stuff and he was a little on the slower side. Um, and so like staying back, like making sure he's okay, making sure he's with us so we don't lose him. Um, and, and also all of that. But um, yeah, no, I think if I go again, it's just like, just do whatever we want, go over all, all over the place. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. I'm really, really glad that that was something that um, it was me who helped me plan. He he recommended and suggested, and and we did. Um, but yeah, after that, what did we do? We got lunch. Oh, we walked around like downtown. Um, I got really badly sunburned this weekend from the ATV. Um, we put on sunscreen before we went in the pool the day before, but because of the tight schedule and stuff, and just like missing things and whatever, like. Did not really sunscreen up for ATVing, and I got pretty, pretty badly sunburned. I got a pretty bad watch tan, 
um, and, and you know it started to hurt when the sun shined on it or even when you touched it but yeah no like went to downtown slow had lunch at this really good tribe tip place walked around went to the toy store walked I just, just walked around for a bit and then we ooh, we went to this bar that um, the groomsman who helped me plan really likes. I think it's called like Slow, Slow Brew Rock. Um, honestly, pretty good stuff. I had a, a Sloha Tangerine, pretty good drink. And the food was actually really good for bar food. I feel like bar food's usually like known to be trashy, but like the pizza that we got, really, really good the like vegetables that we got also really good and we got like chain tenders and stuff and fries whatever but no really good food just a pretty chill relaxing time and then we went to Avalo Beach I think um short walk and then there's like this huge sand hill that we climbed had a really nice view of the sunset we just chilled up there people got a little closer hung out chatted um, but yeah, no, really solid. Afterwards, we went back and just, oh, we played poker, actually, when we got back. We played poker, um, and then as people got out, we hung out in, like, the hot tub, just chatted, hung out, and then I think some people played, like, beer pong, um, and it was just a really, really good time. And then Saturday... Or Sunday um, service had a crazy cleanup operation. I think after Saturday night, the place looked like a huge mess. But Sunday morning, we had a huge cleanup operation. Cleaned up the entire place, got all our stuff out. It was really, really nice to see everyone get together for that. And yeah, we just left. Got lunch. No, we did like a short hike to some nice vantage point. We we slapped each other's butts up there because the punishment for poker was everyone who placed higher than you got to slap your butt once. So like if you were 10th, nine people placed higher than you, so you got nine slaps. Uh, if you got first, no one slapped you because you were up there and we we did that up there. Um, we sang very terribly, happy birthday as per request of the groom-to-be. Um, lunch and kayaking i am just now remember actually when i first got to the airbnb we were going to be late to the firestone walker fireside firestone walker uh, i don't remember anymore but the brewery tour and i just like there's like a gate before the front door <coughs> and i like did not know how to do it and i messaged the airbnb host and he comes and he's like Oh yeah, no, we have this gate here to kind of, you know, like if any competent person is just like, get it. And he, he goes up to the gate and he just turns the knob and it opens. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't turn, I didn't try turning the knob. I saw there was like a lock gate facing inward, not towards us, but on the other side. And I thought that was kind of like the gate that had keys and stuff. I didn't even try to turn the knob and it opened. And I was like, oh, I'm so dumb. But yeah, he did a really quick tour of the place to, for us and gave us the keys and I was like, I feel so stupid in front of this guy who, sorry, Airbnb host. And then also when I, when I messaged him about, he had two ovens, the top oven had, was having issues with like heating and the fan stuff. I, I messaged about that. 
and then he was like oh could i ask a personal question and i was like oh shoot so, you know it's like what we're doing here like what's going on and then he was like what are you making i was like oh we're making ribs and then he was like oh lol i thought you were making something fun like rice krispies <laughs> and i was like wow this guy is very very chill but that was our airbnb host uh good time um honestly really nice airbnb there are some things that did not really like as much so the oven not really working uh, the water pressure and some of the showers were a little low um and it was a little hard to navigate um but honestly a pretty solid place it was a little expensive but i think for the pool the tennis court the basketball court like all the things that we got to do in it with all the space that we had was really really nice um, especially for something like this um okay back to sunday um lunch um we said bye to one of our friends he he left a little early and then we went kayaking and paddleboarding and man paddleboarding is just as fun as i remember it being um but yeah we got there to the bay we went to moral bay for this i had to go to the bathroom and they didn't have a bathroom so the closest bathroom was like a quarter mile south at the park local at the, at the park and so i went over there did my business came back and i got back and i was asking kind of like what everyone's doing and i was like oh you're gonna do a tandem kayak i'm with this other guy and i was like oh are, are we all kayaking like i don't know i like i would prefer paddleboarding and then it was really funny because everyone was saying oh the groom-to-be was really really confident that i would want to be in a tandem kayak and honestly, like, if paddleboarding was not an option, I would have. But from my experience in paddleboarding last time when I was in New York, that was such a fun experience. Paddleboarding for, like, multiple hours on one of the, the rivers in New York. In the summer, like, the water was, like, not freezing. It was, like, a nice water temperature. Like, cooler than outside, but not freezing. Um, pretty warm. And just, like, I remember just, like, laying down on the paddleboard with my arms and feet in the water, just dangling and just, I actually fell asleep with my other friends that summer. But yeah, so did paddle boarding. We saw, we got really, really close to like this dock-ish, not dock, it's like this, just like some wood in the water. I don't know what you call it, but it's like, there are a bunch of, bunch of sea lions on them, like just like making sounds. Like we got pretty close to that. Saw some otters, played around in the bay, honestly, it was only one hour, but it was still a really, really good time um, paddleboarding with the rest of the guys. And we head back for dinner. Um, had a really solid conversation with um, the groom to be and two other the groomsmen in our car on the drive back. And I think, um, yeah, this whole weekend really just kind of reminded me. It was it was a big, big reminder for me of of, of God's goodness to all of us. And um, all of the ways that he has worked in our lives and, and done things. Um, I think, um, yeah, being reminded, like, like the groom to be, he's got a lot on his plate. There's a lot of things he's working through. There's a lot of things he's learning um, that have been really good for him his relationship with his future wife um a lot of things that you know he um is going through but also learning and experiencing and um 
you know, just working on. Um, it was really, really encouraging to see and talk, discuss um, that with him and, and also some of the others in there as well. Yeah, I think, you know, sometimes how, like, stupid we act, we forget that, like, you know, there's more to each of us than, than we are out, we're the portraying. Um, one of my friends, um, you know, I, I remember she mentioned to me, like, yo, though, though this, our friend who's, who's going to be married in August is, is young. He is, is very, very mature for his age. And I think I was... It was a good reminder this weekend for all of those things and how Christ-centered he was. I think um, some a lot of things that he was saying really, really revolved around you know his faith in the gospel and the things that he knows about the Lord and the, the things that he's learning about God and his relationship with his future wife, his relationship with other people, all of that stuff, um, and how Christ-centered it, it all was. And I think... Um, yeah, very, very strong feelings of, you know, God is real. God is looking after us. God is teaching us lessons. God is the reason why we are all good friends and we care for each other. We have a good time together um, and we support each other. Um, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll circle back on this a little bit later, but um, the... <laughs> The groomsman who helped me plan was in our car on the drive back, and he he identified me as a super connector. Um, and I I think it's it's when I first heard it, it was like, man, like you don't when it's, it's kind of like when you get complimented and you don't really want to acknowledge it, um, because maybe you feel a little embarrassed. Um, but yeah, I know he was like, dude, you're like a super connector, like someone who connects people together and whatnot. And I think they all, a lot of my good friends have this perspective of me as someone who is, is very people person who, is, you know, will spend extra time to get to know people to, to really intentionally insert myself into people's lives, see how they're doing, to see how I can support them and, and really have like good relations with a lot of, a lot of people. Um, but this was like something totally different, like super connected. Like the reason people meet, like, is because of me. And you know, I, I couldn't really think of it. But um, one of the other groomsmen in our car, he was like, "Yeah, no, like I can think of like multiple. Like back at school, like this person, this person, that person, this person. Like a lot of my CS friends who I TA'd with or just did schoolwork with. Like you know, I was the reason how, why they met. Um, I really like added towards like the super." connector definition and I, and I think you know after letting it sink in I think it's a um, title maybe or like I think it's something that I forget a little bit um, but is actually a huge blessing to have um, I think since moving up to Seattle it's been a little weird kind of inserting myself into community and i think our conversation back there was like a really good reminder that um you know like this is a good quality to have 
to like invest in people, to invest in relationships, um, connect people together, bring people together. Um, and I think I'm really excited to see how God continues to use that in the future um, between different people um, and, and how I'm used in this kind of way. Um, yeah. Um, I think the last bit of this story time is uh, I flew out this morning at 7 a.m. Flight was at 7, woke up at 5.30. We left my friend's place at like 5.50-ish, got to the airport at like 6.30, um, 40 minutes until the plane left, and I got there, and the TSA line was pretty long, even for TSA pre-check, which I have. And I was like, man, the TSA pre-check line is kind of long. It looks like they only have one person checking their IDs. Like, is it even fast? And maybe it's faster to be in like the other line because, you know, they have multiple people checking IDs. And I, I contemplate switching or not. Um, and I got a little anxious because I was like, this line looks really long. I know Oakland doesn't really split TSA pre-check with normal TSA when it comes to like scanning uh, bags. And <clears throat> so I was like, shoot, even if I get my ID checked, like I might have to go back, go through like all these people and I don't know if I'm gonna make my flight. And um, you know, really quickly I was like, pray God, please give me peace please help me trust you um, in this situation. And crazy, they, they opened a new, another um, station to, to have your IDs checked. The TSA pre-check line went really fast. The scanning went by really fast too, because we were pre-check. Um, they opened a, a separate designated like scanning line for pre-check as well. And you know, I got through within like 10 minutes um, after the initial like kind of lull. Went all the way to the gate. Um, I was at the back of the gate too, and I had carry on suitcase. And normally I'm in boarding group B on Alaska flights because I have status. And it almost guarantees I have space for a carry on. So I've never really had to worry about that. But I was basically at the end of the line of people boarding. And I was like, shoot, I'm sitting like in row 11. Like, I don't know if there's going to be space. Um, no, but I get there and boom, my suitcase fits in the last spot in the overhead compartment. On that section and I was like oh my gosh what um I sit down I was able to knock out for the flight which is actually really difficult for me to do I have a hard time falling asleep on airplanes um and so I was surprised I was able to get like relatively decent sleep on the, the plane right back and I was just looking at all that whole traveling experience and I was like wow nothing I did but God really provided me for in that time um but yeah, one thing that the groom to be mentioned at the the end when we all got dinner before we split it off was like, you know, he really wanted, or he didn't mm, he didn't bring it up early, earlier because he was very tired. But he also wanted to kind of didn't want to give like a speech that was like, hey, like this is the last time we're gonna see each other because you know. He, he really hopes um, and he believes that even though he is getting married, you know, this is a really solid group of guys that God has really blessed his life with um, and that, you know, we will be in each other's lives moving forward as well. Um, and I think just a lot of moments like that, when we're not being really stupid, 
reminds me, you know, of, of how mature he is. Um, honestly, like how I look up to him in, in some areas, um, though I am the older one. Um, because he, he is really, really developed. I think God has really molded him and developed him and matured him really, really strongly um, and beautifully. And I am very, very excited to see how he grows in the new life stage um, when he does get married. Um, how you know he works through conflict, how he works through challenges, um, and also just how he cares, how he will care for his future wife. Um, the joke is always like, you know, me and his future wife are pretty similar, which is why we are really good friends with him. Um, and you know, like we understand each other um, at like a deeper level where we don't really need to explain it. Um, or like, it's like we say something, it's like, oh, I totally get you. Um, and, you know, knowing what I do know about her um, and knowing what I know about him, like, I am extremely confident that he will be um, a wonderful husband to her, um, looking after her. Um, and I know it's not going to be easy for him. But I have, I have extreme confidence in him, more so than like, uh, never mind. But yeah, I have extreme confidence in him to to take his responsibilities, like genuinely, earnestly, honestly, and, you know, do a really good job, taking care of her, taking care of their future family. Um, and, you know, I, I think it really does come from how God has matured him um, in his faith and how centered on Christ his perspective and viewpoints are. Um, because I know when, when I definitely am wavering in my faith or I am not the most rooted is when I struggle to act maturely, to act responsibly, um, because the perspective on the world that I have maybe gets slightly tainted um, because I'm not seeing it through the lens of someone who has hope in the gospel, someone who has salvation, uh, someone who, who believes in the Lord. Um, and so I think this weekend was a really, really great reminder of God's goodness um, from all of the ways he's provided for us in our shortcomings, the ways that he continues, he's worked and continues to work in our lives through our relationships um, and the sharings and conversations that we've had to really encourage each other and um, work things out. Um, yeah, I genuinely, genuinely had a really, really good time this weekend. Tiring, but a really great time. Um, and I think God really used this weekend, um, specifically for me to, you know, reveal himself um, through the other guys, through our time, through a conversation, through the circumstances. Um, and I really hope that, you know, I could remember this weekend, um, not as, a, not just as a weekend that was very fun with a bunch of guys, but as a weekend where where God showed up big time um, and 
to have confidence in him to, sh to continue to show up in my life and the life of others. Um, and yeah, hopefully I can be a good representation of that moving forward. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like the bachelor party story. Um, what we did, um, sparing some details. Um, but overall, a really, really good time. Um, and above all, you know, a really good reminder of the Lord's faithfulness amidst provision um, through the years and in the future as well.